Keto friends, it's your girl Kim. And your girl CJ. And we are back for another episode of Too Dope to Be Broke. <laughs> we were in sync that time. Because y'all know last episode we was a little sketchy, just a little, just a little shaky. We are so excited because as you guys know, we have started this quarantine and series, and it's been pretty crazy um, in such a great way. We've been able to tackle so many different topics and conversations with real life people who are dealing with real life things being quarantined with this whole COVID-19 COVID-19 situation. Uh, But today we're really, really excited because we have none other than the Melissa, who is a therapist. Like she, okay, first of all, I've been stalking her on Instagram for a long time. It's been almost a year now. She don't even know this, but I've been stalking her on Instagram because she is the bomb.com. She keeps it real, but she really cares about like people, her people and making sure that we are all like mentally stable. And so when we decided to have like this conversation, it was a no brainer to have her on the podcast and for her to say, of course, like, well, I'll be a part of it. That means so much we, to us. We felt some type of way. So we just want to say thank you. We honor having you on here today. We're so excited to like really jump into this conversation of mental health. Um, of course, you guys, you know that we, this is conversation based. So we'll throw some questions out, but this can go really anywhere. So I, I hope that you're taking notes. If you're driving, listen to it again and take notes because I have a feeling that this is really going to like, help change lives and y'all know we don't take that lightly we don't say that all the time but i feel like this is about to be one of those episodes so without further ado can you please introduce yourself to our audience absolutely thank you so much ladies for having me um those words i'm like wow who are they talking about they talking about me (laughs) let me grab my tissue give me a little tears of joy but um seriously thank you so much for having me it is an honor to be here i absolutely love your energy Um, My name is Melissa Dumas. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. I uh, work in private practice. My private practice is You Help You, which basically means a healthy you starts with you. I believe that even if that means making the decision to go to therapy, making the decision to work out, whatever those decisions are, they usually start with you from the inside. So that's where You Help You was born out of that mindset. I am also a published author. I have a book out there called The Love Challenge, and uh, I am new to podcasting. I recently launched a podcast called The Hats Podcast for women like ourselves or for individuals like ourselves that wear many different hats um, and how we just manage all the different things that we do in life. But um, as the both of you mentioned, I I really do care about people. Um, People are my thing. You know, I really want to see individuals just to kind of strive and, and live their best life. And I know that that sounds very cliche and like the thing to say, but I really do care about people and them living the life that they dream of, the life that they feel that they want for themselves. I feel that so many people are able to live that in their capacity. And so why can't you have it for yourself as well? And that may look different for each individual, but whatever that is for you, why can't you have it? So let's get you there. So yes, I do care about people. Thank you so much for having me on. So, yes. you, I mean, you already said a whole, a whole right. <laughs> Tell just by your social media that that is exactly who you are. Um, but to hear you really say, like, 
what your vision is and basically like your mission, it really, really ties into like what you're visually putting out there um, for the world to see. So we, we really thank you for that. Cause you know, not everybody is what they portray on Instagram. Right. <laughs> so it's really yeah. refreshing when we meet people who are exactly who they say they are on social media, if not even better than right. That. right. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally agree. So let's jump right into this. All right, let's do it. Mental health. It uh-huh. is, it's been a hot topic for the last few years, um, specifically for the Black community, because as you know, that's not necessarily a topic that we've always talked about. Right, right. Uh, growing up, mental health was not something that we just sat around the table and talked about. We, we lived in times where what happens in this house stays in this house. <laughs> You pray and about it. Away. Uh-huh. You ask Jesus about it. <laughs> right, right. You or you just you keep it to yourself. Exactly. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so now we're living in an age where it's okay to talk about things that you're going through, talk about um, issues and anxiety and bipolar. Like there's so many things that we feel like we can now talk about. And it makes me happy because I have two little girls and they can come and talk to me about certain things and I'm not giving them the same response that like, my family may have given us right. about, like, girl, yeah. go pray about it. Or, you know, right. go, go sit down somewhere. You, you, you know, you ain't got no feelings like that. Right. So right. Let's jump into just like really the importance of mental health, mm-hmm. um, mental health in the black community and why it's so important that we have these like conversations. Right. Right. I think the first thing that we need to do is talk about how mental health is just the, is just like your regular health, you know? Um, and if we're, speaking specifically to our culture, there are a lot of things that run rampant in our culture, whether that's high blood pressure or whether that's arthritis or diabetes and things of that nature. And we can talk openly about author. We can talk openly about, you know, being diabetic or having a sugar. Girl, you got that sugar? You know, you can talk <laughs> openly about those things, but we can't talk, talk openly about our mental health. And the truth is our mental health is just as important, if not even more important than our physical health. Because when our mental health isn't in the right place, it can certainly impact our physical health in so many different other levels of our lives. And so I really love the idea of, you know, people being able to talk openly about it. And I think social media has also allowed us to be able to do that because, you know, where we may have grown up or have family members that grew up in environments where you could not talk about it. Now you can go online and you can find other people that are dealing with or that have dealt with your same situation and that lets you know that that you're not alone and that we're not alone and and even if we've been told to keep certain things a secret that these things are happening to other people and not just in our household so it's extremely important for us to be able to talk openly about mental health agree that is so good and so even now like kind of connecting um the dots to like Mm COVID-19 and mental health and people feeling alone now because they are forced into this isolation this quarantine so like Mm -hmm. how have you noticed personally because I you know we always hear like therapists need therapists as well (laughs) (laughs) we also have to just call like our mental health but how have you been able to cope during this time of COVID-19? It's been tough, honestly. You know, I was just speaking to a friend about this the other day, whereas we, a lot of us see that the world has slowed down. For us as therapists, I feel like the world has gotten busier, you know, and and it's, and, and in all honesty, it's hard to be able to admit that out loud because, you know, as therapists, we're also 
you know, trained to be empathic to other people and what they have going on. But the truth of the reality is for me personally, things have not slowed down. They've gotten busier. They've gotten more hurriedly and um, exhausting. You know, I had to realize that the other day, like, wait a minute, I'm going to need a COVID-19 vacation when this is all over with. Right. Work is busier, which I'm, I'm extremely grateful for. Um, but life has been busier too. And just as some people have some things coming off their plate, whether it's work or not having to get up and get out and about and to get on the freeway and get into the hustle and bustle of life. I feel like it's gotten busier for me, just the same as you. I'm a mom, I'm a mom of three. And so I'm homeschooling now, you know, and then my, my husband is working from home. And so I'm cooking, you know, while the kids are there, uh, cooking while he's there. And one thing I realized recently that I miss is my quiet time. I don't have that anymore. You know, I used to be able to get up and go to the gym can't do that. Now I'm working out in the living room, which is fine. I don't mind it, but now I'm working out with my husband, which is cool. He motivates me, but that's no longer my block of time that's just for me. Mm-hmm. And then um, being able to drop the kids off at school and then drive in the car alone in silence. I don't have that anymore. I don't really, I'm not driving anywhere unless it's to come into the office. And then the kids are home all day. So I don't have the luxury of coming home to a quiet house, husband's at work, kids are at school, I don't have to be in the office yet, I just get peace and still, Mm -mm, no, that's not happening anymore. (laughs) And just those small things that we take for granted, like I didn't realize that 30 minutes of quiet time in my own home, how that meant to me, you know, and how important that was for me just to be able to walk around the house and not have to do anything and not be obligated to anyone in the house. And so there has been a lot of changes, you know, for me personally, and it has been um, exhausting, you know, if I were to be extremely honest, now that it's been going on for so long, if you would have asked me this a few weeks ago, I'd have been like, oh, you know, it's busy, but I'm moving and I'm grooving and I'm doing, I'm still moving and grooving and doing, but I was tired. <laughs> I am tired. <laughs> Agreed. It's so crazy. Like I was just telling CJ um, today when I came over, she was like, how are you? And I feel like I wore how I felt on my face. I was just like, I am exhausted. Like I, yeah. a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, this is like, you know, I'm getting used to like slowing down and all this. But the reality is, I don't feel like I've slowed down because like you said, with kids and your husband and just all these different responsibilities that we have, I'm like, I don't remember, I don't know a time where I've had just time for myself in like the last seven weeks. And your mind, like we're talking about mental health, there's moments where I'm in the shower and I'm just like, I'm about to have a a whole panic attack Mm -hmm. and not in a negative way necessarily, but just like. I haven't had any time to myself and I'm so crazy. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, that's that's real. We don't, we don't notice, we don't realize that when we're going through our daily lives until something happens and then we realize just how maybe mentally unstable we are. Cause I know that I've realized that a lot um, in this, which really leads me to like the next question. How have you noticed a change in even like those people around you and like their mental health and, and how people, have been coping or not coping with things right right sometimes when you're busy you don't deal with a lot of things and then when you're not busy those things are like kind of in your face and right yeah you're forced to kind of deal with it so have you noticed the change in the people around you and even people you you know you're, you're close to or that you're around have you noticed any changes with their like mental health 
Mm-hmm. Recently, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I feel that people are 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 more stressful, um, and anxiety seems to be the very common theme that's been happening with a lot of people. And what I've been encouraging is just doing an anxiety check in just throughout your day. Oh, and if you think about anxiety on a scale of like one to ten, one or zero, I'm not feeling anxious at all, and ten, I'm extremely anxious. And allowing yourself a temperature check throughout your day because all of us are feeling the anxiety sometimes it's high sometimes it's low but we're functioning so we're not always acknowledging or aware of it and so just being able to say okay like I'm feeling anxious or am I feeling anxious oh yeah I am am I feeling a one a two a three a four five and then just check in with yourself and being able to call it out for what it is the first thing that we can do that's extremely important is just to acknowledge it and to acknowledge our you are here point and to also acknowledge that even though you're here and you may be there alone in your mind that you're not there's so many people that are feeling anxious. There's so many people that are feeling stressed. And the truth is because there's a lot happening, you know, and when we go back to what we were talking about earlier about the exhaustion, you're not just exhausted from being busier, but you're also mentally exhausted. Just you're just your emotions are on the run all day long. Even if they're running in the background, kind of like music in the background, like when you're shopping in a store, you don't hear it until you stop and pay attention to it. Anxiety is like that for us too. Like we may not even notice that we're anxious, but if we just stop and just check in with ourselves for a minute, it's like, oh, that's that music that I heard playing or that I thought was maybe playing in the background. And so, I think that all of us are feeling that way and and it's okay. You know, I think that one of that's something really important for all of us to know that if that's how you're feeling, it's okay. If it's not how you're feeling, that's okay too. We're all in this place of just like this collective trauma. We're all living this, you know, time where we're being traumatized, you know, and and sometimes we don't know how we're going to respond to it in the moment or how we're going to respond to it afterwards. But whatever that response is, is forgiving. So forgiving yourself and then forgiving each other because um, it's different for all of us. And, And this is new for all of us. We've never lived in a pandemic, you know, we're living in something that we're going to read about in our, that our children, children, children are going to read about in their history books and things that we may have read about in our history books when we were in school. Thank you so much for that. I feel like people (laughs) actually need to hear that it's okay to feel how they're feeling. Yeah. We talked about in our previous episode, how um, during this time, people still feel the need to produce Mm -hmm. and be productive. and almost ignore their emotions to not tap into them but the fact that you said like no do that health check see how like what are your stress levels but then be okay with that because a lot of people don't feel that they should acknowledge it um maybe out of fear of um coming off as weak and and it's like we it's okay to have these weak moments Mm -hmm. in this time Right. Like right. The world is traumatizing for us to ignore our emotions. That's going to produce more unhealthiness for yeah. us. In the Absolutely. So yeah. I just thank you so much for yeah. just letting people know like it is okay to right. feel how you're feeling. Absolutely. Um, so important yeah and then you know a lot of people have this misconception that like you said like that they have to be busy or they have to be doing something like oh that book I've been wanting to write now that life is slowed down now is the time to write it yeah life is slowed down but not in its normal capacity it's during the time that I need to be mindful of my health that I need to be you know more cleanly that there's so many other things that are going on so 
even though life is slowed down, doesn't mean that you have to, doesn't mean that you have to now take on this new project. You can decide to slow down too and to do nothing. You can say right now, I just want to focus on my immune system. I want to focus on getting enough rest. I want to focus on eating healthy. I want to focus on being able to get the groceries that I need at the grocery store. (laughs) You know, so if that's your focus, that's okay. That is absolutely fine. Wow. Woo. I feel like a deliverance session right now. That's fine. Um, so you are a marriage and family therapist. Yes. And we're talking about COVID-19 and it has um, brought us all together clearly as family, whether we like it and it's a good space or right. it's not a good space. We have all been forced to be in um, a space together spending more time together and I've heard things like you know your marriage is either being strengthened your relationship is being strengthened or it's being broken during during this time I've heard things about like parenting there's so many different things out there um via social media that conversations are being had as far as like the family unit and this quarantine and and COVID-19 and I just want to know like kind of your thoughts about um like how how do you feel the, is the family, you think the family unit is being strengthened? Do you think that this is something that, like, just basically, what are your opinions about the family unit and, and us being in this one space together? Well, uh, unfortunately, some of the, the media is saying that, you know, divorce rates are, are, are up and divorce numbers are up and things of that nature. In my own personal circle and in my own professional circle, I don't know anyone who is experiencing that. That, of course, does not mean that it, that it's not happening. But I do believe that this is a time where, where yes, we can quickly and easily get exhausted. We can quickly and easily get irritated. We can quickly and easily, you know, get on each other's nerves. You know, and now more than ever is an important time to be able to have that open communication with one another, yeah. to be able to use our I statements and to say, I feel frustrated, I feel irritated, I feel stuck, I feel confined, I um I feel lost. I need some space, you know, being able to acknowledge that and to talk openly with the other person about how we're feeling, whether that's in a relationship and a roommate um, with family members, whatever the case may be, or even with your own children, you know, yeah. saying, Hey, you know, you guys are going to get a timeout or not a timeout. I'm sorry. You guys are going to get quiet time because mommy needs some quiet time too, or daddy needs some quiet time too. And just being able to have that open dialogue, it's extremely important. Yeah. And, Although it is a stressful time, we can get along better and further if we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Communication is yes. that I feel I felt that. <laughs> I'm, I'm using that today to, with the whole house. The whole house. <laughs> sit right. Down. right. The whole house. <laughs> you get these the feelings. entire house. We need to talk to everybody. That level of transparency with even within our yeah. space, mm-hmm. and I feel like you know, I'm not a, a mother, but I feel like there is you like that mom, yeah, or that father. Yeah. That oh yeah, yeah. And acknowledge how I'm feeling, and not even to my kids. Yeah, I don't want to make a bad parent, mm-hmm. but yeah. being able to say, like you said, like I am feeling this way. I need y'all to respect it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Again, like, I I am like hearing these conversations about how like right now like the marriage is being tried and family mm-hmm. life is being tried but again I feel like it's also due to the lack of 
communication, the lack of openness. Yeah. And so people are just walking around on eggshells, yeah. trying to project happiness and everybody's right. just walking around frustrated during this time. Right, right. For sure. True. For sure. And, and I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying like, you know, CJ was saying she can't speak on a, on a being a mom or a wife, but she can speak on just living with family in general. Like there's, mm. There's, there's so many people that are out here living with family or even had to come back home to be with them. Right. Yes. So that the household was taken care of. Like the dynamics are still the same. Like it's right. still those same honest conversations. Like right. so it's no, it's no harder or easier for, for anybody. Right. We just now don't have an outside space to be able to run yeah. to, you know? Because I used to go to the mall. Right, exactly. Like, right. Y'all gonna, gonna leave me alone. I'm about to go to the mall. Right. The bookstore, don't just, call me know, for an hour. Right, right. Or I'm going to have lunch with myself or something. Like, you don't have that outlet. It's so true. And I think that it's also important as we're talking about having open communication is to remember not to take these things personal. So while, you know, you may be feeling like, man, so-and-so is really irritating me. Well, you know, if we take a step back, so-and-so is going through the same thing that I'm going through. And I may be irritating them too, but maybe they just haven't said it or they're not showing it. And so being empathic with the other person and not to take that stuff personal because they're dealing and managing the best way that they know how. And maybe instead of taking it personal, asking a question, is there anything you need from me? How are you doing? How can I help you during this time? Or how can we help each other during this time? Mm, that is- You so see my face? Good. Cause I'm like- <laughs> Okay. All these notes. Uh. <laughs> so my question to you is more so for like the single people right now mm -hmm. who may not, who are actually probably living like by themselves. Mm -hmm. um, I actually had a friend who I reached out today. Um, she reached out to me today actually. And she was just talking about how she kind of was like tinkering on like the ledge of depression because mm -hmm. she found mm -hmm. out that like, you know, even though like they're trying to get ready to like open up California just little by little, but truly things are not necessarily going to fully open up maybe right. until the month of June. And for her, she was really, really sad because right now she can't necessarily really connect with her family because they are like very strict with the whole like COVID-19 rules yeah. or yeah. in that same space. I still need to stay at home. Like, no, you can't come yeah. over. So yeah. do you have any tips for those people who are more like extroverted, who need they get their energy from, from human people. touch and connection? Do you right. have for them just how they could just stay positive? In yeah, this? absolutely. I think that um, technology is our biggest friend. You know, that technology is one of the best things that we can do to be able to stay connected. And especially for someone who is, you know, an extrovert and wants to connect with other people, maybe they, instead of looking for the party or looking to go to the party, maybe they have to set the party up and bring the party to them. And so rather it's initiating like, hey, friends, let's get together and do a Zoom call or have a Zoom party or a Zoom happy hour or um, you grab your dinner, I grab my dinner, let's grab our laptops and FaceTime and, and be connected with one another. Um, another one of my girlfriends has also been um, hosting, I think she's doing it on Netflix or Google, um, watch parties where she's saying, let's watch this show or let's watch this movie and being able to, you know, have commentary with one another afterwards or during. And so there are things that can be done. And I also have some single friends that were actively online dating um, prior to this and have continued to just actively online date and using this time to just genuinely get to know someone the old school way talking on the phone text messages you know like hey we can't go out on a date but we can still spend some time on the phone and just get to know each other and um, now's the time also to get to know ourselves you know 
um, spending that time with ourselves and, and being able to get to know us better as well. So there are things that can be done. I've really been loving the, um, the live verses that have been happening. Oh, yeah. Parties that have been happening on social media. That's been a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I've been club quarantine every night with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. There was one weekend where club quarantine was going on, and um, I don't remember what day it was, but I had my um, phone up, and then I was in the kitchen, I was cooking, and it was... Um, who, who was it that was DJing? I can't remember now, but he was doing like all old school 80s and 90s R&B and hip hop. Oh my goodness. I was in the kitchen. I probably burned so many calories going back and forth to the fridge, <laughs> food and just having my own little party to myself. And it was so fun. And I would look over at some moments and look at like the commentary that people were saying. Mm -hmm. And then that was hilarious and entertaining for me. And my yeah. husband would come in the house like, what are you doing? I'm like, man, I'm having a whole party up in here. <laughs> a whole party and so you know technology has definitely you know been been our friend and finding ways to be able to connect with people via technology and even connecting with strangers knowing that someone yeah. else on the east coast that's in quarantine club quarantine is having the same experience as you sitting on their living room couch and partying from from the rug yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly and i think one thing that you said is so good though it's really taking this time to get to know ourselves yeah because we don't really always pick ourselves up on that opportunity to see how we are actually doing. Even discovering things that we like during this time, things that we don't like, because mm -hmm. we're always like evolving and changing, but if we right. don't have like that, that time of like self-check and self-reflection, yeah. we never really get to the root of those things. Right. So I'm like, yeah. like, I feel like for myself personally, I've definitely been taking this time like, okay, CJ, like what's going on in your mind, your thoughts, how are you feeling? How's your body feeling? Right, yeah. Like heart checks. And yeah. I'm just going through everything like yep. you know, so important to make sure that I'm okay mm -hmm. because I'm more of an introvert and so even though people are like you're thriving in this time I'm like actually I'm not yeah. because I'm an introvert yeah. who likes to be out in nature I like to yeah. you know go for drives and different things mm -hmm. like that and I can't and I'm also like used to like a specific routine and like can mention right. I have a house full of family members. I'm looking at everybody like, somebody got to get out the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I'm serious. Right. Like, I'm going to the bathroom, closing the door. Don't bother me. Don't knock. Don't yeah. nothing. Yeah. Like, this is my only space. <laughs> yeah. You might be using the bathroom, just looking at yourself like, all right. <laughs> right, right, right. So true. Okay. I think it's also an important time to hone in on those self-care tools and skills that don't require spending money. A lot of times, you know, when we hear this term, oh, self-care, self-care, people get caught up in thinking like, oh, that means I need to go to the spa or get my yeah. hair done or my nails done or my toes or go spend money. Like, no, self-care can be setting boundaries with the people in your household. Self-care can be setting boundaries with yourself. I know that I've reached my limit and I need to walk away and step outside or I need to go sit in the car and roll the windows down and play some music and pretend like I'm driving somewhere mm -hmm. because these folks done got on my nerves. Right. So it's a time to check in and to learn self-care tools and tips that don't require you to spend money because yeah. those, are, those are even more important than the things that require you to spend money. Exactly. Very, very true. So for all y'all yeah. out there who's... Uh, Spend all their money so on that Amazon. Right. Stop <laughs> it. All those packages coming to your house. Like, I am one of them, but I had to be crying on myself. <laughs> oh, what you got, Kim? What are you covering up? What are you covering up? Oh, I don't even know. 
I don't even want to talk about it. It's been a real She's thing. like, I feel attacked. <laughs> I literally had packages delivered to my house every day for the last, like, no, <laughs> two and a half, three weeks. Okay? Said, Amen. <laughs> this is a no judgment zone no judgment it has made it has made my family very happy to see these packages come it's been something that we look forward to throughout the day okay all right all right (laughs) so (laughs) that's fine um so really quick melissa like i've heard so many people say they're ready for things to get back to normal like, I'm so ready for life to get back to normal. I've even said it multiple times. Like, I'm so ready for all this to be over, for things to go back to normal. And we all know that life mm-hmm. is never going right. to be mm-hmm. the same. And even when I say that, I can't fully wrap my mind around what that means. Right. But right. I know that that's the truth. Yeah. And saying it gives me just a little bit <laughs> of anxiety. Because or a lot. <laughs> because it's the reality of like the unknown we don't know what life after this thing is going to look like you know people have talked about when they open these states back up there's going to be a second wave there's all these different things that the media has been talking about and it's causing people to have anxiety about what the new normal is going to look like um what is some what's some advice or a sense of peace or some tips that you can give people who are listening that is trying to figure out what their new normal is going to be, especially for people who like their jobs may never be the same, Mm -hmm. you know, their kids may never go back to school the same way that they have before. Like there's so many different things that I can think of that I'm literally just like, if this don't go back to how it is, (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen. So how do you, how do we navigate like our mental health during a situation that's really unknown? Like we don't know what it's going to look like. Right. Absolutely. I think one of the first things and one of the most important things is to acknowledge that um, a lot of this, we don't have any control over, you know, and to acknowledge what you do have control over. You have control over yourself and you have control over what's happening in your household. And if that's the only and all of the control you have, that's okay and that's enough because it all starts with you anyway. And acknowledging that I don't have control over the government, of course I have control over my vote and being able to vote, yes, but I don't have control over the government or the rules are gonna set or the rules are not gonna set or when they open the state or if they shut it back down again, like I have no control over that. Yes, I'm still allowed to feel anxious about it, but relinquishing the idea that you can control it helps to manage some of that anxiety as well. Um, So I think that that's extremely important. And I think also acknowledging the truth, which is things are not going to be the same. And even acknowledging that, you know, there will be a grieving process, you know, and in that grieving process, you may feel sad, you may feel frustrated, you may feel angry at one point you may even feel at peace i'm like okay it is what it is i accept it but then once you get back in and you're like man this ain't right and you may feel angry all over again and that's okay too because that's grief grief goes in a circle it's not a straight line and so knowing that you're going to be grieving whatever that norm was for you but you're going to be walking into something that's going to look different some of it like i said you do have control over because you'll be able to control where you decide to go once certain things open up and where you decide, no, we're not going to go there. And then you'll also be able to, and just because they're opening the state doesn't mean that you have to lift 
whatever your rules are for your family. If for your own family, you still choose, well, the state is open, but we're not having company yet. We're going to wait. Or the state is open. We're not going to go to school the first week or the second week. We're going to wait. Or restaurants are open, but we're not going to go sit down and eat. We're still yeah. going to wait. Like You get to choose and decide what that looks like for you. So that way you do still feel like you have some sense of control and you are setting some rules and some boundaries that work for you. Mm -hmm. And I think another thing that's important is to look at even though a lot of this has been exhausting, it's been stressful, it's been anxiety provoking, looking at what's some of the good that has come out of it. I go to the grocery store the times that I do and I see people constantly cleaning, cleaning the rails, cleaning the handles where people are opening, you know, and closing um, the frozen or the refrigerated aisle in the grocery stores. And I appreciate that. And I'm like, thank you. I was you know? like, we were dirty before this. Right? Yes, exactly. We were. Yeah. We, seriously, we were. And now, and then sometimes you go into grocery stores prior to this and you go to grab like a wipe for your cart and they were empty. Or you go to grab some hand sanitizer and it hasn't been refilled since the last time you were at the grocery store. And now they're more actively doing that. So I'm just like, thank you. Like those are the things that we can appreciate and that we can get behind. So looking at some of the changes that have been that have been happening that will be helpful, not just for your own personal health, but for the health of our world, for the health of our society. So finding some, some um, gold at the end of this rainbow and looking at things that have come of it that have been good. I think that that is extremely important and extremely helpful as well. And honestly, wearing a mask is, um, not convenient, it's not easy, but we also know, like you said, we have not always been clean. Not everybody is clean. Some people don't know how to properly cover their mouth when they cough or sneeze. They may do it in their hand and then touch something. And now that we have to wear these masks, well, so for the individuals who were not clean before, this mask is to now protect us, you know, from them. So as much as like inconvenient the mask may have, like, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm still wearing lip gloss under my mask. Yes. I'm still smiling. I'm like, this <laughs> like you know super Pollyanna but I do think it's important for us to see like as we're living in this time that is uncertain what has been some good that has come out of it for us as a world and what has been some good that has come out of it for us as a household or as an individual yeah well the things that have been challenging we have to just continue to support one another where we can and to hold on you know for where we can because we know the economy is going to look different after this. It's going to be a while before we repair as a country, you know, re regarding the economy. And so the things that we can control, we will. And the things that we can't, we will do our best to support and to, and to do what we can in that. Yeah. Wow. This conversation was so good and so needed. And I feel like I've had a mini deliverance session. <laughs> Pass the offering plate, huh? <laughs> Cash app, ma'am. Um, no, this was so good. And I knew, I knew that you were going to come and just drop all type of like nuggets and gems and all that stuff. But you really, really, really have opened like my eyes to, to just understanding like it's okay to feel the way we feel. That anxiety is a real thing. The, the anxiety scale that you talked about, that was, for me, that was game changing because a lot of times, especially as a believer, um, I don't like to admit when I'm feeling anxiety because I'm taken to the word. Whereas like, yeah. 
you know, be anxious for nothing and all things pray. And I'm like, Kim, you can't be anxious. And when you talked about the anxiety scale, it was that reality that everybody's going to feel it. And you can say where your, what your level is at that moment. And then, yeah, once you acknowledge it, you can pray about it, but you still should acknowledge the fact that it's absolutely, you know, you don't want to just push it down, which is what we talked about in the beginning, how we, we were raised like that. We were raised to just kind of suppress how we feel and just kind of get over it. And we are really breaking that stigma and, and saying like, we're not, we're not going to do that. Like as right. I feel like millennials for sure, we're just like, we're not, we're not going to live like that. Yes. You guys are rule breakers and I yeah, love it. <laughs> just, just how we feel. And it is what it is. We get to take it yeah. or leave it. Right. Yeah. Do you have any closing, closing, um, God, it lost the word. Remarks? Yes. <laughs> Kim's like, wait a minute, what is it? <laughs> My mind is blown. Yes, I think that she has uh, just definitely blessed us with so many gems. I yeah. think uh, for me, like the biggest takeaway is, you know, really talking about that heart of gratitude because mm. it is very easy for us to see everything that's so negative in the world right. and yeah. want to just press more into that instead of looking around and saying, okay, well, I'm still good. My family's still good. There's mm-hmm. some money in the bank. You know, mm-hmm. got that stimulus, whatever yeah. that might yeah. be. Whatever it but is. just really pressing more into that positivity, uh, the positive side of it. Because mm-hmm. even for me, that's something that I've noticed just even when I do go to the grocery store, people are more friendly nowadays. Yeah. Um, like where we are having those conversations, like you say, even with the mask, like we really trying to go hard. Like I'm smiling at yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> notice just like just different conversations that have been able to spark up during this time with completely like you know strangers that I would never probably talk to if this hadn't Mm -hmm. happened so I just feel like in this time it's just really just for our our listeners and for our viewers really just take away having a heart of gratitude and seeing how can you extend that gratitude to other people because a lot of people are hurting right now absolutely need that smile they need that acknowledgement that I see you yeah like we're all in this together that we're not separated so for me that was just so huge and so just thank you so much thank you absolutely sharing your wisdom your knowledge Black therapists matter, people. Listen, <laughs> God. So we really appreciate you. Just continue to just help us. Yeah. And just change the world in your sphere because you are so necessary. You are so needed. We needed. really, so really, really, you. really honor you for sure. And thank you, you so like much. Black girl magic all the way. Right <laughs> <Woo! laughs> can you tell our audience where they can find you? So your website, your social media handles, all of it. Absolutely. So I will give you um, both of them. Um, I will give you my private practice and then I will give you also my public one as well. You can find me, follow me on both. Um, My personal, I'm sorry. Yes. My uh, private, no, start over. (laughs) My public is um, at glad tidings by Mel, which basically means um, good news by Mel, good news by Melissa. And I use that to uplift, to empower, to share positivity. When you find it there, you'll see that there's a bunch of yellow. I love yellow. As you can see, my wall on my office is bright yellow. I feel that it brings joy. It brings cheer and positivity. And so that's what I like to do on glad tidings by Mel. I like to share the good news, either my own personal good news or good news that can help to uplift you. 
Um, and God Tidings by Mel is on all social media outlets. That's Instagram, Twitter, um, and Facebook. You can also find me at my private practice, which is You Help You. The letter U, the word help, and then the word U, Y-O-U. And that's on all social media outlets as well. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That is also my website. The, wor the letter U, the word U, the word help, the word U, youhelpyou.com. Um, that is me. You can find my book, um, which is called The Love Challenge, 30 Days, 30 Ways to Increase the Love in Your Relationship. Mm -hmm. That can be found on Amazon. It can also be found on barnesandnoble.com. Um, it is a book to help to improve relationship satisfaction. So it gives you little tips on little things that you can do every day to add value and to add more uh, mindfulness to your relationship. Oh, so that is me in a nutshell. You guys, <laughs> support my god the book don't sleep on her please like please melissa don't don't regret it later <laughs> <laughs> this was so good melissa yeah. we want to thank you again for absolutely being podcast we know that this is just the beginning of a new relationship and we're so 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 excited and so thankful um for it well you guys we told y'all it was about to be good so make sure you follow us. <laughs> make sure you follow us at Two Dose Be Broke um, on all of our social media platforms. We do not use Twitter, but we're on there. So follow us. We'll get to <laughs> you. can also visit our home at Two Be Broke net. You can follow me on Instagram at Cam Scott, and you can follow CJ at She is C Johnson S H E I S C J O H N S O N. We also have new merch. Woo! So, okay, you guys, this was not planned, even though it looks like it, it was. Me, we just launched new merch. We're super excited about it. We have like three or four different options of shirts on our website right now, and. We just decided to wake up and wear the exact same shirt without knowing. So okay. there you have it. This is our me tea, um, me defined. It's pretty beastie, if I must yeah. say so myself. Um, CJ came up with it. She's dope. <laughs> um, I just added the me part. Go check out our merch. Um, you won't be disappointed. Is there anything else I need to do? Um, make sure that you guys are like. on youtube we have some cool things going on there yes, we got some stuff you're ready to drop pretty soon you know me constantly active i mean so. just working yeah man so, yeah. I, mean, I feel like we're missing something i feel like we're missing something too but... and as soon as we click off of this we're gonna remember what it was but oh well if we missed it go back and listen to the other episodes <laughs> and you'll see whatever it is but until next time you guys we love you so much and stay dope bye